You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, how are you? I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sad, Chris. I'm sad. Why are you sad? We stink. The Lions suck. You and I? No, no, no. We're doing great, thankfully, and in, in, in oh, somehow. But my two, the two football teams that I root for exclusive, not exclusively, but specifically, I root for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. They're not good. <laughs> the teams are not good. And one, I'm like, okay, I understood they weren't good early on. They're actually on the upswing. And by upswing, I just mean one semi-convincing win against Wisconsin. The and other this was, one. This was unfortunately the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just snuck by Wisconsin. Nailed it. Nailed it. Because, yeah, the Lions. Oh, my gosh. My goodness. What? What Things else? Are going do- not great. I don't even know. Like, to, at this point, I'm back to analysis. Like, I don't even watch as a fan anymore. Now I'm like, oh, it's just another football game that I can throw some analysis on top of. It's too painful. Well, uh, look, if uh, if you think they're going to turn it around, I have BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me and a $100 wager on the Detroit Lions to win the Super Bowl wins you $20,000. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> hearing Lions in the Super Bowl at this point, when at one point, I didn't think we would go to the Super Bowl, but I thought it'd be like cool to say and play around with based on like trajectory. Man, mm. look, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I know exactly what it is. I just don't know what to do about it because we have to play this season out. You do. This is the unfortunate reality is you can't just skip ahead. You can't simulate like it's Madden. Oh man, this would be such a simulation year if this was Madden. For sure. Get out of that Jared Goff contract. Maybe uh, watch Jamison Williams play football at some point. Mm-hmm. He's been, but, he's still a month out, or they said, or something like that. I get the impression he's not playing football this year. Yeah, it, we should not. We should not. It, uh, it, it appears to be a redshirt year for Mr. Williams, but let's see. Dan Campbell, the fourth most likely coach, uh, staying still in that position at Bavada to be fired. Four? Damn. I still can't put it squarely on his shoulders, man. I still, it's something, I don't know if it's still hard knocks residue. I don't know if, like the fumble, the Jamal Williams fumble. Yeah. Like, how is he supposed to stop that shit? Coach him up better. <laughs> That's what they say. Maybe, right? maybe ask Deuce Staley and Aaron Glenn to stop screwing around on the sidelines and coach their units. Yeah. Stop talking to each other. There should be a no communication rule between those two. Yeah, well, I think you're probably venturing into other unhealthy territory when you're asking your coaches not to talk to each other. Don't talk to one another, yeah. Then we can really get back to Lions culture. Yeah, no, look, here's the thing about Dan Campbell, though. I think maybe we're blinded by how likable he is, mm-hmm. and uh, we ignore that he just might be a little over his in over his head here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, there's parts that are definitely at the brim of his cap as i can say that i'm sure so, so that his uh so his his nose and mouth are underwater at this point his nose dying. and mouth are underwater he's able to 
peek them over every now and then and gasp for air. But, I mean, you have to have, like, this support for your quarterback. You have to – and golf's not the issue, but he's just so much not the answer that it's – Right. He, he's – every time we have to – he has to win the game, he just really, really shows he can't. Like, emphatically shows that he cannot win you football games. Jared got football. That's what that is, for that sure. Is exactly what it is. Ah, well, the tides have really turned, dude. Things were – very exciting for the Lions early on. And now we've gotten to the point where quarterbacks are literally choosing the Lions as their ease back into the ease back into the league return game. Yeah, that was a like like that was what I would be. I would have been more more. Uh, I would have believed it more if it was a fake quote like mm-hmm. that's it's such on such a level of disrespect. that I'm like, that is from the social media era of shit talking. But nope, Dak was like, I can wait another week. I won't play a division rival, which we need this win. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for the Lions. <sighs> oh, Josh. Uh, Dak, 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 Dak. He didn't Dak. look great. He didn't look bad, but he didn't look great either. No, he he looked like he was very much easing his way back. And it was, mm-hmm. what, a, a pretty simple 16 for 22, something like that, a couple hundred yards. It was... Mm-hmm. Didn't do too much, but so many drop picks. We have the worst oh. ball skills of a secondary I've seen in there, there's no there's no amount of years that I can count. I've never seen this anything like this. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't disagree with you, by the way. <laughs> uh, I hear that that Gardner fella with the oh Jets catches footballs good. Man, look. Hutchinson got his third sack and another and a half, I guess, and a half one. I, I don't think he's a bad player. I just, you know, my position all along with Hutchinson was like, he's not a game changer. He's a, he's going to be a very good starter. He'll be a reliable guy. He's not going to get in trouble. But I want I want a potential superstar with that that number two pick. And I just I thought his ceiling was a little bit limited. I agree there, and I just think more and more, and maybe our uh, hashes, our safeties would have been super exposed if we pair up Jeff Okuda, whose redemption um, journey is almost to the point of of complete, looks has mm-hmm. looked great three weeks in a row, and uh, having Sauce on the other side would have been fun. super helpful. Yeah, may, if you were – if we had to rank the guys who I thought were the cleanest cornerback prospects coming out in the last 10 years, I think they would, that would be number one and number two. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and I mean, sauce is looking like he's stepping squarely into that, that role and that expectation. Like let's name that first of all, but Mm -hmm. since Okuda's uh, injuries and, and just looking bad and shaking rust, I mean, he's, he's teetering the level of impact player. He really is. Hey, no, I mean, and and he should, mm-hmm. and he should. He but it's it's interesting that he's playing well, and yet the defense is completely horrible. That's that's a big, that's a that's a, oh that's a oh man, gosh, the flag is what dark red, super dark red at best, at best. Uh, by the way, Jared Goff, the fifth is uh, the sixth best odds to lead the NFL in interceptions thrown this season at Bovada, if you want to dig into those props. No, I like that prop from Bovada because 
it's it's gonna increase it's gonna increase over time because this um like game management looking really clean ahead of the change life it's over man it's oh it's ending i should say it's not over it's ending i'm not gonna get it ahead of us we got our picks later but this dolphins <laughs> offense is like it's gonna be like seven on seven out there yeah i think it's gonna be like seven on five out there yeah there we go decrease the numbers <laughs> Uh, and by the way, he his plus fifteen hundred at number six is uh, pales in comparison to the guys up front. An old friend of yours, Matthew Stafford, leading the way plus six hundred. And this one is honestly impressive, given that he got a late start to throwing interceptions this season. Pittsburgh Steelers rookie Kenny Pickett, number two, plus <laughs> start. Yeah, no, Kenny's Kenny's that guy though. Kenny's that guy. He's going to try to make plays. He's going to go through. Uh, how do I call this? He's going to go through positive lumps. I think. I think he'll end up coming out on the other side uh, of 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 his game, which is attacking aggressive, and uh, yeah. So he'll throw a bunch this year, but no, no real concern. It should be expected. Well, I'm hoping that he's going to uh, he's going to go through absolute hell this week against my my Philadelphia Eagles, who just today acquire defensive end. Robert Quinn from the Bears, now fourth round pick. So, and the Bears reading most of his contract. Not Quinn has not been great this year. Let's put it out there on Front Street. But eighteen and a half sacks last year, more than uh, more than good enough to take a swing at for a a guy who just needs to be a rotational defensive end and cause some pressure in Philadelphia. Exactly, a guy that now is not going to be bored. A guy that's yeah. You know, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of variables that go into a veteran with high production all of a sudden dropping in that production. And, well, he's uh, being overplayed too. He's yeah. he's pl- I think he, I saw he played 49 snaps uh, last game, 55 the game before. Compare that to you know a guy like Brandon Graham in Philadelphia. Graham is averaging 28 snaps a game, and the most he's played is 33. So. Yeah, Quinn's going to be able to come in and stay fresh, be a little bit more productive. And if he's good, I'm sure Howie will try and rework that deal. He's got two more years left, but at relatively high, uh, high salaries, though completely non-guaranteed. So, you know, we will see. This was a little, um, look, good trade for a fourth round pick. You can't be upset about that. Uh, I'm a little bit bummed because as you know, the guy I really wanted uh, in that trade market was Kareem Hunt. Mm -hmm. But neither here nor there and i think it was probably unrealistic to think how he was going to prioritize the acquisition of a running back right. when he has a running back who's playing adequately exactly exactly so i still want cream hunt though mm, well <laughs> keep wishing hey i mean james robinson went from the jaguars to the jets for a, a six that can turn into a five i'll just give up the five for hunt that's true but <laughs> I don't, like you said, there was just a prioritization. It, it was possible, but just like not going to work for it. I mean, look, we're not going to give up a ton, but I'm willing. Look, I'll give up a five this year and a four next year. Best I can offer. Make the deal right now, Cleveland, and you eat his contract for the season. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fair. How about the McCaffrey trade? How about how about CMC going to the 49ers for a two, three, four, and five? I like it on both sides. I think. In San Francisco, you've got to get something else going outside of the highly explosive uh, pass game 
but it's a spe- very specific pass game. You've got one guy that's a do-it-all guy, so you're playing, you're still playing, you know, 14 yards and shorter. Kittle, mm-hmm. same thing, maybe 18 yards and shorter. Your your speeds to burn guys aren't actually deep threats, except for right. your young guy who doesn't know how to do it yet. So, you know, you need another guy that changes the dynamic. That doesn't change that it's still within the box, but you know, you can play that wide game and still get a, a slashing runner type and a guy that can add to that as well. So I like it. And then for the Panthers, you know, start over for real. They get to start yeah. over all over again. Well, and well, yeah. And I mean, all that happened there was they traded Robbie Anderson and Christian McCaffrey, and then they absolutely destroyed the Bucks last week. It, And then you got rewarded and then you got rewarded in real time for the decision you made. So there you go. I mean, PJ Walker's serviceable, slightly above serviceable always anyway. So good, good on him too. But slightly above the serviceable is where the cap is on that. Absolutely. 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 Uh, 16 to 22, 177, two touchdowns. Doesn't, does not have a rushing yard, but Dante Foreman all of a sudden is back and had 118 yards on 15 carries. Chuba Hubbard, 63 on nine and has scored. DJ Moore chipped in with one carry for negative three yards. Good job, DJ. Oh, man. Boy, does, uh, is he thinking about where he's going to be playing football next? Because I can't imagine that the Panthers are done. There was all this talk that they turned down two first-round picks for Brian Burns. Get the fuck out of here if you think anybody believes that. Yeah, come on. Come on, dog. Like this, and that's like the other side of the coin, right? Like get, get do do the things you need to do. Cause why wouldn't yeah. you? Why wouldn't you? Burns is a nice player, but he's in the contract year. Young. Nobody's given I don't think people are giving up two first round picks for this guy. It is gonna be interesting to watch how this wide receiver market play out through November first because like, it's crazy. You have DJ Moore. You have Jerry Judy. You have uh, KJ Hamler. You have Elijah Moore. There's a bunch of receivers who can help teams available right now. Yeah, it's going to really, really come down to, as usual, scheme and fit. Uh, money, sure. Money, sure. But hopefully these guys are understanding that it sucks when your skill set is not identified and highlighted and maximized. It absolutely sucks. Like, DJ Moore's going through can you get open phases like at this stage in his career. You know what I mean? Elijah Moore's like, I want more targets at this stage. You know, stuff like that. Uh, Jerry Judy's has a 50-something percent catch rate, so he's just going to be who yeah, he well, is. He Maybe can't catch. Why can't he catch? I have no idea because from? his hands are large. Like, he, didn't, he wasn't a drop passes guy in college. Like, he was the sure-handed guy. He was, he was basically the guy that was the lock to be, you know, Good to very good, and yeah, just, yeah, he was very, he was very safe, very safe has, pick. I don't know, I don't know what it is. I, could it be the mile high air? I have no idea. Could it be Russell Wilson? Could it be? How he about the drops uh, he's with uh, Drew Locke too? But yeah, but that was Drew Locke also. Could it be the quarterback go. play? Might be the larger part of exactly. This. Um, ninety three catches for DJ Moore last year, twenty seven through seven games. Oh, you know your boy Baker. He loves to make. Well, Baker played like two games. Hmm? Baker played like two games. Oh, that sets the tempo, though. 
<laughs> we've gotten to see PJ Walker. We've got to see Jacob Eason. We saw uh, Jacob Eason. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, this might be a, this might be a oh, well. The coach is gone too. I don't know, DJ. It's just time to go. It's just time to go. It's weird seeing a picture of Darnold and Mayfield together on the sidelines because it's like these these are two guys I would have bet were, you know, at least top twenty quarterbacks in the NFL as they were coming out, and it's just been both seem like they have been destroyed mentally. Yeah. Yeah, it's the hardest game to play or one of the hardest team games to play, at least, when your mind is constantly or, yeah, constantly second-guessed or you're, like, disassociated. So, and both of them have been beaten to a shred. Now, one invites more beatdown, and the other one I just feel bad for for how he came into the league. So, yeah, it's like a violin song, them standing next to each other. Yeah, but they're both millionaires, so I don't feel too bad for them. Solid, solid balancing of the scales there. It is what it is. Let's get to this week's picks. Uh, Thursday night football, the Baltimore Ravens head to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bavada has the Bucks minus one point at home. <laughs> I don't know what I believe the Bucks that I've seen lately. I believe now. So yeah. give me the Ravens here who uh, ugly football still, but the playmakers, you know, they have the best player typically in the matchup. So give me the Ravens here to use that to win. The Ravens, one of those teams that could go out and potentially make a play for a Jerry Judy. I think so. I mean, I don't know how much help Deshaun Jackson is going to be. None. You're, you're, it's fair for you to say, definitely fair for you to say. Uh, so yeah, I think they do make another run. They need a guy Bateman. Like I said, skill set there, talent there, not a guy. So for whatever reason. So, yeah, I think they make a player, Judy. They've got to get something, but the scheme is still the hindrance. And now you've got um, you've got Lamar kind of in the mode of playing outside of himself. So it's, it's a weird thing going on. I did not really get to watch. I was, I was in an event this week uh, during the Browns-Ravens game. So I'm just looking at numbers right now. Shockingly, Deshaun Jackson did not get a catch for the Ravens this week. I didn't think his impact would be immediate. I mean, one catch, come on. And we're not, I'm not saying like he, he didn't have screen. eight for one five. Unless well, did he return a punt? No, it was Duvernay returning punts. No kick returns for the, the Ravens. Yeah. No, he's uh this will be his impact for the remainder of the season, short of that one fifty five yard touchdown he's gonna catch. Oh, one catch. One catch. That's all you're gonna give him. I'll take the over, but just slightly. (laughs) Heard you. (laughs) The Denver Broncos take on the Jacksonville Jaguars at Wembley Stadium in London, UK. Uh, This this line has moved a little bit. Used to be Jaguars minus three. Now it is Jaguars minus two and a half at Bavada. Yeah, we're hearing rumblings that what's his face is trying to play. Russie, what's his face? Russie, what's his face? Also, I just don't want to keep putting putting energy into. These headlines, the media coverage of what Russ currently is, to what what's going on, to what Russ was. I've already said Russ four times, and I'm done. But did, did you see the story where he was he he was working out uh, doing high knees for four hours on the flight home? Uh, I don't believe that, but it's, it's believable. I think it was him that said it. <laughs> this is what Russell Wilson will do to me for the rest of my born days. <laughs> I'll try to slide him some slack, 
underneath the counter, under the table, and he'll say, oh, sir, are you trying to pay me under the table to the entire yeah. restaurant? You know this is illegal, right? <laughs> I am beyond happy that we did not trade three first-round picks in Jalen Hurts. I needed that to happen, but not really because I like you as a person. But Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, no, I'm actually going Jags here. That, 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 that the line moving – is not spooking me whatsoever. The Jags are close. They're learning how to lose better. I know it doesn't sound good, but they're they're cl- they're closing in on getting the things right to win ball games. This is one that they can they can definitely win. Well, the line moving suggests that there's been a bunch of money on the Jaguars, so that it all lines up. Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals head to Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Vikings. Bavada has the Vikings minus three and a half at home. Yeah, yeah, giving the Vikings here. Uh, Cardinals coming, you don't, coming you don't home. Buy the new offense? Hmm? You don't buy the new Cardinals offense where they throw a nuke every play? I, <laughs> they had to. One, he's that type, not that type mm-hmm. of player at this day, but like he's not, he's not going to shyly get, get back into the game. Like he, they scheme that. He, this has been talked about. It's just not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, my eyes are squarely looking at uh, Kingsbury at this point. So, I'm not again. Who would talk about believing? Not a believer. Give me the Vikings, who I actually do have some faith in, especially to score points against this Cardinals defense, who is feast or famine. Yeah, Cliffy, the number two odds that Bavada behind only Nathaniel Hackett to be the next head Time coach to go, not be a head coach in the NFL, uh, and all that with Hard Knocks starting up in just a couple weeks. The in-season Hard Knocks with the Arizona Cardinals. So. Love it. We shall see. Twenty-nine passes thrown for the for the Cardinals last week, and uh, fourteen of them, basically fifty percent, went to Nuke. It had to happen. I'm not even mad at that. I'm just mad at how they did it and that they actually suck. I think what's more crazy is number two was Eno Benjamin with Question. five targets. <laughs> the the aforementioned Carolina Panthers head to Atlanta, take on the Atlanta Falcons. Bavada has the Falcons minus four and a half. Yeah. Bounce back for the Falcons. Uh, the Panthers, good win. Good job. Spirits were up. It worked out for you. But the Falcons take the win here as um, they're just a better team. I don't usually wear my – I got a, got a new Apple Watch. I'm trying to actually wear it because mm. so I can be healthy and mm-hmm. held accountable. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, not used to getting the, all these text, these notifications on my my wrist. It's weird. Yeah, hey, hey, stun on them, stun on them hoes, man. It's, I don't think that's what I'm doing, but oh. <laughs> might be. The Chicago Bears head to Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Bavada has the Cowboys minus nine and a half. Woo! Bears saved the uh, implosion, the the floor caving in. That's what was happening in Chicago. They had to have that win. They needed it more than the Patriots. So the Patriots obliged. Obviously, their quarterback situation would help too. But the Cowboys, yeah, Dak shook a lot of that rust off against the Lions, who played such inspired football. He won't even see that good of defensive play from a team that has a better defense uh, this week. Uh, so give me the Cowboys here. The Las Vegas Raiders head to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints. And uh, Bavada's got those Saints plus a point and a half to home. Oh, me and Bavada eye to eye. Close game. Flip a coin. Uh, but hopefully Josh Jacobs continues this uh, this run, no pun intended, uh, as the Saints defense continues to stink. Game of the week. 
the Miami Dolphins head to Detroit. <laughs> Ford Field to take on Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. This week's on Hard Knocks. Um, Lions plus three and a half at Bavada. Yeah, there's no explosive playmakers for the Lions from my understanding. I haven't checked the updated injury report. No explosive playmakers on the offense. I think you mean haven't checked the updated roster. (laughs) Right, dog. Like, I don't think a Sun guy is going to play. I don't know if he passed concussion protocols. Uh, It's just – let me just flip the context. The Dolphins have every element of explosion (laughs) on their offense against a defense that literally, literally cannot – when the ball is in the air, it's either incompletion or catch. There's no other, and it's 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 not a forced incompletion. The worst yeah. separate man from ball team Missed in the history pass of football. Or catch. Yes, <laughs> defense, defense, um, defensively the Dolphins. No, offensively the Dolphins will have a field day against this defense. It might get ugly, and then it's going to get ugly quicker than the Cowboys game did. Give me the Dolphins. I'm predicting a Lions shutout this week. Lions wow. completely shut the Dolphins out. I want it. And um, there's no chance that's going to happen. Just none whatsoever. The New England Patriots head to New York to take on those uh, resurgent New York Jets. Who would have thought that here we are, middle of the season, and we'd have more questions about the Patriots than we do about the Jets, uh, though the Jets are the underdog at home plus two and a half at Bavada. Now, now that's love. That's love that Bavada's giving the Patriots well earned love, right? Yeah, I well didn't earned see a couple the... years ago. Hmm? Not this year, well earned though. Yeah, right, 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 right. It's like historical well earned. Not this year at all. That's why I'm leaning Jets. I'm going Jets, actually. I'm not just going to lean. I'm going to tip all the way over. I'm going Jets because there's no quarterback controversy. It's just that both quarterbacks are going to look bad at any given time for the Patriots. And uh, like I said, Feast or famine defense with the Jets is similar to uh, the Cardinals, but it may be a little bit more feast opportunities. The Jets yeah. will struggle a little bit without Bryce Hall. Uh, like, really, really big part of the offense. My sure. love, prayers go out to him, man. Healthy recovery, but still think the Jets get the win. Yeah, they get James Robinson, but I do not believe he is uh, healthy enough to play this week. So it will be the Michael Carter show yeah. for the Jets. Kenny Pickett and those Pittsburgh Steelers head to Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. One of the bigger lines of the week, Bavada has the Eagles minus 10 and a half at home. Ooh. Ooh. Big numbers. Big numbers. You know, the Steelers are not ready to compete with this Eagles team who I just named on Twitter, so it's real, as locked in. I'm a big fan of this team, man. Give me the Eagles to embarrass the other team in the state. I hope so. I just keep waiting for that trap game, but uh, we shall see. The Tennessee Titans travel to Houston to take on the Houston Texans, and uh, Bavada has the Texans plus two at home. I hate these type of games. One, I read the teams as the same team at this point. Mm, The Titans are a little better, though. So the Titans win. That's all I got, Some would argue two points better. (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't argue with that some. No, it's 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 one of those things where, like, bottom barrel, it, it, whatever Titans defense shows up will will determine, but the Texans also have to literally get off the bus. So give me the Titans here. Well, and this, this one will be interesting in that Ryan Tannehill's been in a walking boot this week, so this 
could be the NFL debut of Malik Willis. I need it, man. Don't turn back. Don't turn back. Unleash Malik. Unleash him. I don't hate it, though. I don't think he's ready. The New York Mario, two weeks in a row. This is like, it's rare where I'm just like, I don't get this line. I don't understand it. This is another one, and it's the Giants again. Someone at Bavada does not care for the New York football Giants, Mario Hines. They have, there's some gripe. Maybe I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe just a big, uh, just, just a real big Eli Manning fan or something mm-hmm. along those mm-hmm. lines. The Giants go to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, who are admittedly playing decent football, yeah. technically tied for first place in their division. Yeah. But the Giants are what, six and one? Mm-hmm. And they are once again underdogs, as they were against Jacksonville last week. Same number, Giants plus three. I mean, look, 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 look. I get it because it's the way the Seahawks are playing. It's a matchup nightmare. This is one of those matchup nightmares for the Giants. They have they <laughs> like, oh man. The 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 bend but don't break isn't gonna work when your quarterback's willing to bend all the way to the end zone. You've got a game breaker at running back. You had you had one prior with Penny, but now you got a different version of that, I think. And I'm a little biased here. You're not Seahawks, I believe biased. it, man. You're not biased. He's he's jumped. Ken Walker has jumped all the way up to being the favorite for rookie of the year at Bavada, offensive rookie of the team. year at Bavada. Yeah, who was who was the favorite before that? Um, Why Zappy? in the world wasn't I, I? I'll have to look for that. Give me a, give me a second. Because I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I'm like I thought I had a guy, but no, I don't. One of their. All right, let me see. Let's go. Go to props. All season props. This is oh there you go. This is what I was looking for earlier. The Lions uh, are plus seven fifty to make the playoffs. That's not what I was looking for. I'm NFL futures, Super Bowl odds, conference winners, blah blah blah. Where are player props? There are just too many options. Ah, uh, in any case, I'm glad. I'm glad because he's built for the pro game and he's dominating it. So I think actually I'm I'm a big I dab believe. I also am a dab believer, but this matchup is just too much for them. Give me the Seahawks. I'm 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 with uh out of here. You know you're just you're just a believer. I'm a uh, no no no. I'm a dab believer. Find what's your favorite Justin Bieber song off the top of your head now? <laughs> Damn it! Sorry to, to the entire province <laughs> that he comes from. I don't know which one it is. I'm making my. My my in studio audience laugh, and that's all that really matters here. <laughs> I, I can't figure out who who the previous favorite for offensive rookie of the year is. I can't navigate to that. Is there anyone point. that stood out though that we're forgetting? I'm trying to think of the teams here: Ravens, Bucks, Broncos, Jags, Dolphins. Right, we'll, just, we'll just Google it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was it Alave or something? That Alave probably would have been high on that. Uh, let's let us had to be Bryce Hall. Had to be Bryce Hall. That he all I imagine he also would have been very high. Yeah. Uh, better on award and game leaders, futures, coach of the year, comeback player of the year. All right, we're in the right place now. Offensive rookie of the year. Uh, it was Damian Pierce is number two, plus three hundred. Alave is three at plus eight. 
uh, Bailey Zappi for. I knew he was on the list. Uh, uh, George Pickens is on that list. Wandell Robinson, Drake London, Isaiah Pacheco. Ah, oh, Pickens, yeah, it's hype. Garrett hype. Wilson. Yeah, no, this, this is not a good list. No. By the way, Jameson Williams still plus 8,000. Yeah, okay. That list is from two years ago. No. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good list. Um, so it'll, be, it'll almost certainly be one of the running backs, although Chris Olave is going to get force-fed the ball a lot as it looks like Michael Thomas and Juice are out again. This Michael week. Thomas hates football or or New Orleans, one of the two. Why can't it be both? It is 1,000% both, sorry. The uh, Venn diagram is a circle. Oh, 100%, just a single circle. Where were we? The San Francisco 49ers head to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Bovada has the Rams plus one and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Niners with a whole week of uh, Christian McCaffrey is something I'm willing to lean on and bet on. So give me the Niners here. <laughs> Here's matchup of the week in terms of just a head-to-head battle. Taylor Heineke and those Washington <laughs> Commanders go to Indianapolis to take on Sam Ellinger and the Indianapolis Colts, just like we all expected. It's a prime time. It's a national game. And the Colts are minus three at Bovada. Sam Ellinger was pretty fun to watch at Texas at one point. Is that the same guy I'm thinking of? I don't know. Hopefully. You are. Good. I'm going commanders here for no other reason. So you're except- going for the other team. Yeah, exactly. I, like because- I really like Sam Ellinger. He was very good at Texas. I'm going to pick against him here. Sam Ellinger at zero. That's, that was me being nice before. It was a sandwich. It was a compliment sandwich or something. Okay. Compliment sandwich. Open face compliment sandwich. Yeah, I was going to say, where's the other one? Um, there was no second compliment. You, you, you sandwich this thing. And what was it sandwiching? I'm not sure. A lot to unpack here. The Green Bay Packers. A lot to unpack with the Green Bay Packers, too. Yeah. They head to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. Biggest line of the week. Bavada has the Bills minus 11 at home. I need this, Chris. I need this to be the, the landmark game where... Aaron Rodgers is just like it's it was over then. At yeah. this game we knew it was We're gonna over. look back at this one. Yeah, like rerun the tape. Here's he why. Two, I mean, there's plenty he threw of reasons Randall why. Cobb 22 times and I think we all knew he was about done. There we go. <laughs> also, dog, like you that rah-rah speech was not believable, bro. It yeah. was not believable that you think you're in a good place right now, Aaron. Is it weird that he every time he talks to people, and especially his teammates, he's asking them to respond in the form of a question? Right, right. Like, get me out of here. Get me out of this simulation where Aaron Rodgers is still relevant. And let me not say that I didn't thoroughly enjoy, even though he's a rival, one of the hated, most hated rivals. He was a thir- he was thoroughly. Enjo- I thoroughly enjoy watching him use the game of football to elevate the passing game. Once we confirmed his suckiness, and now he actually is hard to watch. Just sucks to watch. I need it over with. Bills, run it up. I'm taking the line. Everybody that's listening, take the line. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because you assume that, especially with what we're seeing right now, this will be the end for Brady. This will be the end for Rodgers. This will be the end for Matt Ryan. There's going to be uh, you know, guys who have been really good quarterbacks in this league will be donezo following the season. Yeah, it's a mass transition. I think we haven't seen this if ever, in a very long time. That's why the, the, the league feels weird, man. And and now I've come to terms with it. It feels weird because all these transitions, typically we have one guy, maybe another. We have three and then a few other, you know, not 
upper echelon quarterbacks, but still like guys that have been in the league, reliable guys, Russ Wilson, stuff like that, where we're like, oh, it's it's time's up. Well, I feel like we've we've been we've actually seen this for a couple of years. Cause I mean we had we had Rivers and we had Breeze and we had Roethlisberger. It's been we're just reaching the end of an era of what was a golden era of quarterback play in the NFL. Yeah, I think the difference. You're right. You're right. You're right. I think the difference is that the expectation that Brady Rogers, I don't know about Ryan. I think more yes than no would be successful. MVP. Yeah, like these guys, these guys were going to be relatively successful. Whereas we knew Roethlisberger was done, we knew Rivers was like oh, going to be okay at best, you know that sort of thing. We're like, damn, like no, they suck. <laughs> yeah, has anybody ever destroyed a franchise more than Andrew Luck walking in and saying, "I'm done"? Yo, like I think there should be. I mean, there won't be, but there should be like a, a documentary or 30 for, thirty for thirty for this because it was a bigger moment than the actual moment. In hindsight, like such a big moment that got Carson Wentz there, that got Philip Rivers there, <laughs> that got Matt Ryan there. They have tried to patch this wound, and now they're in, in the Sam Ellinger part of the yeah, uh, experiment. Yeah, that, the part where you kind of like, okay, okay yeah, he stopped just... trying at this point. <laughs> By the way, uh, Andrew Luck still only thirty three years old. Dog, like he did it so well. If I have to applaud him, like he's in his right mind right now. Barry Sanders S. Mm -hmm. Although I don't think Barry retired because his offensive line was garbage. What do you think it was? I, I think, come on, you know, Barry just he, look, he, he accomplished everything he needed to accomplish. The fact that he also did not have a great offensive line, but I think he saw a situation where he'd accomplished everything he needed to. He was going to be remembered as one of the elite players at the position for the rest of his life. And he can walk away without major injuries. He made yeah. the right decision. Oh, I, agree. I agree. I think it was, I think it was all encompassing. I don't think it was just like one tick that was such a big, you know what I mean? No, no, I think, I think Bobby Ross helped him out. Don't get me wrong, but being a weirdo, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I think I think it was all things considered. He knew a ring wasn't around the corner. He didn't really care about the rushing all time rushing title. It just right. it was the right time. And actually, I can't imagine him being on that team. Now that I think about it, I couldn't imagine him being on that um that what twenty two thousand one team. Yeah, well, I mean, the the all time rushing title. Yeah, you had a while till we were going to get there. Barry is not. I mean. I don't know, man. Did he have three more thousand yard seasons in him with that offense? Did you mute yourself? Hmm. Well, it turns out I've insulted Mario deeply. And uh, for those reasons and no other, we're going <laughs> to call it a show. I don't know. He's having audio problems, a little technical issue here. And uh, so we're going to call it. We had one game left. I will go ahead and uh, say that that is the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns on Halloween in the Cleve. Bavada has the Browns plus three and a half. Take the Bengals all day to cover that. This Browns team is, uh, they're not in a good place right now. And uh, it's hard to believe that they're going to be able to keep that offense in check. That's going to be it for this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show for Mario Hines, who 
apparently had to leave early. I'm Chris Warwardell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next time.